Greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have someone from India today, all the way from Hyderabad, India, Vamsi Pannala. Vamsi had a corporate career for about 13 to 14 years, I believe, and then he decided that he wanted to go the entrepreneurial route. Today, he's a virtual summit coach, especially during these pandemic times when we all meet remotely, he's doing virtual summits. He's also a podcaster, he's a marketer, and an entrepreneur. He's the founder of Impact Marketing Summit, the host of Authority Entrepreneurs Podcast, and he helps entrepreneurs rise out of obscurity and stand out in a crowded world. So welcome, Mamsi. Thank you so much, Rajiv, for having me on Plan B Success Podcast. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you get started with this whole thing? Oh, so it all started uh, in April uh, 2018. Um, before that, um, I was a corporate employee, like uh, almost everyone has a, has a day job. And uh, I was working for uh, multiple multinationals and startups in that tenure of 13 years that I was with the corporate world. The last job that I kind of took up um, left a very small um, uh, you know, disconnect. Um, there was a different expectation uh, versus what I had and what was on the ground reality. So that stint only lasted for like five months and I had to call it quits. Um, it was very stressful. Didn't have many options to kind of revive it. So called it quits, came home that day. I mean, it was very, very uh, different feeling that day because my shortest thing has been about 22 months. So something coming out for five months was not something I was expecting. Then I kind of gave it a serious thought in terms of whether I should take up another job or should I do something on my own. But those those thoughts were really wandering uh, everywhere. And uh, I, I told myself that this is probably not the time because if I kind of take up another job or a decision which might lead to the same kind of result that I had with my last job. I didn't really wanted to take that kind of a risk at that point. So I took a break for about a month, didn't do anything uh, because I, I have been that loyal uh, corporate employee that you can have within your team who would not take too many leaves, you know, be very, uh, you know, gratitude to what I was offered to work for that company. So I, I just took that one month break, spent time with my family, with, with my son who was one year old at that point. So about 33 days of break uh, in May 2018, um, I kind of sat down, started thinking about what I should be doing at that point. So I, I kind of wrote a list of things in terms of whether I should go for a job or I should go for uh, entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship was on top of my mind for a couple of years by then. But with the kind of people that I was surrounded with, the kind of work I was a, I was uh, getting to work, I didn't really have the opportunities to really think about going and exploring the world of entrepreneurship. But when this opportunity showed up, it was like, okay, let me let me just weigh out because I was very, very conscious in terms of what I was doing because my last decision kind of didn't really go the way I, I anticipated it to be. So when I started writing out, everything surprisingly was on the side of entrepreneurship because I didn't have any debts. I had no mortgages. I didn't even have credit card till like for like last six months ago. Uh, my kid was only one year old. So his schooling was about uh, a couple of years down the line. So I didn't have to worry about his, his fees, his, his schooling and all of that academic stuff. So I thought, okay, let me go and give my 100% in terms of trying to build my own empire rather than trying to work for someone else. If, if everything doesn't go the way I plan it, there will be another job some other day. You know, that was the whole plan that I kind of got into and started uh, trying to explore this world. And uh, 
only when i now look back at my journey in the last 18 19 months of what i did so there was this uh, person who used to help us with our marketing in one of my uh, previous jobs and he used to say once in the world of internet there is something called shiny object syndrome and i never used to understand that term at all because there's no, there's nothing that you could see what a shiny object is because it's not like something which is hanging on the wall and it's really reflecting on your face so only when i got into this world of entrepreneurship where i had no mentor absolutely no direction i didn't even know what my niche was who i was serving so i started like really chasing shiny objects in terms of you know buying into every course opting into every email list that you can think of downloading every single lead magnet that you can get on the internet so about i i spent about close to 9000 dollars on all of the stuff and um, didn't i mean some of the uh, courses are still asking me to change the password that's the state of uh, affairs right now as you see so it was still going on so i i started my um, you know of shiny objects with affiliate marketing realized that it's a long game even even it will probably be nothing less than 6 to 1 you know one year um, you know where you would probably see your first dollar online so i kind of uh, uh, you know gave it a pause and moved on to my second one which was uh, building funnels i was seeing these people especially in the click funnels community if you know what what that saas mm-hmm. company everyone started uh, flashing their uh, you know income screenshots about uh, they charging their customers about 2000 3000 dollars for building a three page four page funnel and i was like this should not be so tough so i kind of got into a program uh, took about three to four challenges only to realize that i don't have the design bone in me so i kind of quit that um, as well and then uh, started uh, summarizing dot com secrets uh, by russell brunson on my youtube channel uh, that went on for about 15 20 days followed it up by one funnel away challenge uh, i summarized that as well so that kind of started bringing me a few people asking me to help them with their marketing consultation because those two books uh, in in fact that book and the challenge was more about how you can build your own um, you know marketing systems that can catapult your company to the next level but the kind of people that i kind of got to work with had little to no budget so that died a very short death and um, then i moved on to a direct sales opportunity then on to a marketing agency um, that i was building so i i was really not very clear in terms of where i was trying to head and um, you know really you know struggling to find the direction wasting tons of money tons of energy and time and uh, that's when covid happened april 2019 when i was uh, trying to build a, a marketing agency of my own i had this uh, idea when i was uh, playing badminton badminton with my wife on my rooftop and um, i had this idea out of nowhere where i thought look i i i networked with almost this good six seven figure entrepreneurs who bring consistent revenue to their business every single year and i thought these people should know something about how uh, one has to build a sustainable business even in the times like covid they are still able to bring that kind of a revenue to the table so and and i was seeing a lot of people like me in the market rajiv um, you know people and especially during covid when companies were laying off there were a lot of people like me who has this aspirations of becoming an entrepreneur but had absolutely no direction no one to tell them hey you should go in this path or if this is what your uh, passion is this is how you have to start and things like that so i thought if i can bring at least this good 10 15 people that i have very close relationships with 
you know bring them on a platform like a virtual summit where they can share you know what are the organic marketing strategies that they are implementing inside their business which would essentially help them people not spend money on facebook ads google or any kind of paid marketing and uh, you know still get leads that they can generate for their business and keep running that engine uh, during the you know uh, severe times like covid so i came down after my session i started sending out uh, these uh, outreach messages to people who i know at least would open my message you know get a read receipt test at least you know and um, i knew i was not just asking for that 30 40 minutes of the time simply because there is you know a preparation time that would be involved they have to move certain things if i'm asking for a time slot where it is already blocked so i know i was signing up for something um, very big but you know somewhere in my heart uh, at some corner i knew that you know 10 15 people should be more than sufficient but to to increase my probability of getting more people because i was only expecting nos from everyone that i was sending out a message i sent it to about 83 people i still remember that number correctly because i was counting in terms of how many messages i was sending uh, on that couple of days from the time i started messaging surprisingly ever more yeses coming my way versus the number of nos i was expecting so where i expected it to have uh, 10 15 member uh, confirmations my summit actually ended up uh, with 35 speakers on it you know in that process i had people uh, like steve larson marley jags uh, gabe shillinger akbar sheik ace reddy cassie brown you know some of the two comma club members people who have been keynote speakers at the funnel hacking live uh, you know speak on such big stages and um, have have been generating consistent six seven figure uh, revenues for their business those were the kind of people who i was able to attract and they saw something uh, with what i was doing and uh, maybe covid also kind of helped because everyone were uh, locked in their respective homes so maybe that kind of also helped me get these people on my summit but eventually there was a huge reception that i got for that uh, summit and that kind of positioned me as a virtual summit expert and that start i was actually looking for uh, throughout that 14 15 months of journey i was going through So let's take a step back and uh, you know your corporate career what what kind of a role were you playing Oh so I I started uh, with a company called monster.com the job board that yeah. um, uh, almost everyone know so I I started off as a as a executive there selling the the jobs of the job postings and the residex access and all that kind of stuff and then moved on to uh, manipal education which is one of the biggest education brands in india so i worked for them for almost three and a half years and then moved to a company called uh, insofe it's a data science education company and i joined as an account manager there grew on the corporate ladder inside that company when i left it in uh, july 2018 i was their assistant vice president business development and uh, my last thing was with the company called united states pharmacopia um, as a head of education so i spent almost all my uh, 13 plus years of experience in the corporate world as a sales and marketing specialist more of a business development guy who would bring new business to the table and um, you know handled um, you know multiple teams uh, uh, in the in the departments of marketing content sales and telesales and all that kind of stuff so that's that's basically how my corporate world experience has been Okay and then the virtual summits that you just talked about how many have you done so far oh that, it was one and that that itself was like a experience of doing 100 because uh, while while you probably have an indian origin i'm i'm not sure how 
difficult it is you know it is it is for someone from india sitting in india to actually conduct a virtual summit because right. the whole systems that are there in terms of trying to have a payment gateway like stripe itself took me 45 days to figure out how i have to integrate that to my funnel right you know, so uh, that that were the kind of challenges that i i had to go through so but that one virtual summit was uh, an equivalent of 100 summits experience that i got rajiv actually so the virtual summit uh, how many days was it it was 5 days and so each day i would rip out about uh, uh, 8 8 to 10 of them uh, every single day and uh, you could watch it at your own comfort uh, and then for people who were subscribing for the free access it's it's basically uh, about 10 8 8 on each day and about that's how i i kind of started dripping out but for people who would take up the lifetime access they would have the privilege of watching it at whenever and wherever they want to watch it okay so it was uh, you recorded the sessions besides leaving yes, it I, uh, I, yes, okay live recording. and uh, what kind of a response did you get oh so i had about uh, 580 odd people opt into it and um, made some really good sales for the lifetime access that people wanted to buy essentially as you know virtual summit is is your premium lead magnet that would help you build your email list and i i personally more than anything that i have achieved as a part of doing that i think i had the privilege of uh, being able to speak to people like steve larson and uh, is that one guy who i looked up to when i was doing my one funnel away challenge then i got into his secret mlm hacks course then i i i i was a very uh, loyal listener of his uh, podcast sales funnel radio and all that kind of stuff so when i had the opportunity to talk to him like this on a, on a call when i was recording for uh, my virtual summit you know those were the kind of experience that i would cherish for my life awesome so if i were to ask you to kind of walk us through your process for setting and you know running that virtual summit how would you break it down so uh, it's very important that you first have to figure out what is that one major problem that you are trying to solve inside your niche because for me i think virtual summits is going to be always evergreen you are trying to solve one evergreen problem so even if you look at my summit 10 years down the line the question that i asked all of those 35 speakers on my summit was that what is your one marketing strategy the organic marketing strategy that has helped you you know get all that traffic and uh, leads to your funnel or website uh, you know inside your business so even if you look at it today 5 years down the line 10 years down the line those systems will work so i think the question or or the topic of your virtual summit needs to be something which is evergreen number 1 number 2 then you probably have to write down uh, the list of your dream speakers that you want to kind of get in again you know people who are doing it for the first time i think i prob- personally have gone through that overwhelm because i was getting so many yeses and i was not expecting that but for someone to do a virtual summit for the first time i think 20 is a very good number uh because they would be uh, having that space to breathe and be able to get everything uh, set up in the right way and uh, you could do it in 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 three different ways either you could uh, decide to do it as a live thing but uh, but again you know live is something which is pretty difficult even with the kind of uh, internet technology that we have because one bandwidth issue at uh, any speakers and probably would ruin the entire summit the second way of doing it is you could do it as recorded which like i did and the third one is probably live 
but record it. So when you use uh, systems like OneStream, you can put it up and you can have all the recorded videos, put it up inside the system and you can still play it as live, right? So, so you would, you would basically understand what your niche is, what is your topic? You, you basically come up with the list of your dream speakers that you want to get on your virtual summit. I think for, for that virtual summit to pay off for the kind of effort that you're putting, one of the most important factors is that you have to be persuasive because the people that you want to get on your virtual summit, especially if they are your dream speakers, I think you have to persist with them. They have to buy into your idea of why you want them to be on their virtual summit. And once that is done, I think it's just about having set up your Calendly, set set out that uh, calendar schedule, get them on a Zoom call like this, give them the access to record their session. Either you can do it in, again, two ways. It can be an interactive session like this where you are asking questions and they are giving all the answers for the questions pertaining to that burning problem that you are asking them on the summit. Or you could probably give them the flexibility of presenting their their entire framework, the blueprint that what they are using inside my business, which is the model that I did for my summit. And then set up all the landing pages, have something like a ClickFunnels, uh, lead pages, infusions of whatever is something that you are comfortable. Get a copywriter. I, I would suggest that you don't write your own copy because what that's that's been my personal experience because when you write your own copy, you are always in the awe of the kind of work that you have done. But eventually, it's the conversion for the third person who is looking at it matters a lot. So I would suggest that you can hire a copywriter who can understand the entire theme in terms of what you're trying to do with this World Summit. Get all the integrations done, your autoresponders, your payment integrations, your chatbots and all of that if you want to do. Set up a membership site. And while all of this is being done, you should also parallel. The moment you start getting your... First speaker confirmation, you start doing marketing for it, get the word out, get as much as noise as possible and um, set up an affiliate program because one of the things that you definitely want to do uh, as a standard, it's like a, it's like a practice that goes without saying that you want to leverage the social following, the email lists of the speakers that you get on your virtual summit. So you, you can create an affiliate program for them, something like a 40-50% of each ticket sale would really entice uh, the speakers who you get on your virtual summit. So start marketing, parallelly record all their uh, sessions. And once everything is ready, you could run some uh, organic traffic, which is through your affiliate programs that your speakers are going to take up. And then you could also do some paid advertisement. It's up to you whether you want to do Google ads, if that's something that people can look up on Google. Majority of the time, I think people do Facebook ads for uh, virtual summits. And and once that is done, so when you launch that for that particular day, let's say we are talking about February 5th to 10th is is when your uh, virtual summit launches. That's where all those uh, efforts in terms of the organic marketing and paid marketing would be completely uh, focused on. And once the summit is done, you would do a little bit of changes to the copy and also to all the different integrations in the backend to make it an evergreen launch so that from there, you could just keep sending your traffic wherever uh, you use it. Either you want to use it as a lead magnet or you want to have it as an evergreen offer that you want to. And then that kind of brings you, um, you know, emails every single day into your list and uh, 
people who are interested they they see value in the kind kind of content that you have put up inside your virtual summit a lot of ticket sales also happen that's basically what how it works and where all did you market this and, so, uh, and for what time period so i i i personally marketed this on facebook uh, inside uh, on my profile on my uh, page which i have created specifically for the summit and i also did this uh, extensively on instagram on linkedin and on twitter okay and then you also had uh, some of your uh, speakers uh, join into the marketing yes of the 35 speakers that i had about 22 of them actually helped uh, with getting the word out to their own email list to their own um, you know social handles that uh, they have uh, and they have really decent following and uh, that kind of also really helped and for your speakers was it more of uh, for exposure or was there some kind of a revenue share or something like that uh, both uh, because uh, a few of them did sign up as an affiliate and uh, some of them uh, really don't do affiliate marketing but they they loved what i was doing with the summit so they just went ahead and gave a shout out uh, for the summit on their uh, facebook profile on their instagram and all of that kind of stuff awesome and uh, so did you all do this all yourself or did you have any team supporting you one man army <laughs> that's pretty I didn't impressive had the, i i didn't had the privilege of having a team i wish i had someone actually helping me out i, I the only component i outsourced of this entire blueprint that i talked about was the graphics and the video editing that that required because those are two things that i would probably never expect me doing because i'm very bad at uh, doing both of them so that was the only piece that i outsourced otherwise everything else was handled by me so you came out profitable out of this venture yes yes that's pretty i think i think actually more than profitable uh, it just opened uh, a different world to me you know right. in terms of you know getting to know uh, how the influencer marketing works getting to know how one event like this can actually change you know people talk about influencer marketing you know how one influencer shout out can really change your entire business to another level when so many of them have come together and today i i i i i take the privilege of saying this that i can just send a message and i i would get a reply from them you know so you know that's that's the kind of good things that this summit has done for me but yeah it's it's been a honor uh, to have hosted all those people and um, we still talk i had the opportunity of actually signing up uh, as affiliate for some of their high ticket products which is otherwise only by invite which not everyone can actually get a privilege of signing up and then i had a couple of people asking to do a joint venture with them which is still in talk so some really good stuff happened with that one thing that's pretty amazing that's great so tell us a little bit about your podcast you've been doing it for what a couple of years now uh no it's it's basically uh, a couple of months to be very honest but uh, the 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 thing that kind of really made me start my podcast was that rajiv after i did my virtual summit there was again a little void in terms of how uh, thing i was transitioning from doing so much in terms of the marketing to promote it and do all that kind of stuff to get the word out of uh, word out about impact marketing summit and then that is when i actually realized and saw this pretty pretty big like on a, on a 70 mm screen that they were they were these experts that i was i was working with while they were experts in whatever doing whether they are graphics designers facebook ad expert uh, people who are content writers copywriters they are able to work with only handful of people because they 
only are known as an expert in that space by very few people that they have known in the in the in the market that they have been a part of as such compared to someone who is an authority they don't basically depend on people to come and uh, do it i mean they don't go and do uh, a, a push marketing in fact in fact an authority would do a pull marketing he would do one facebook live put up an offer and people just go holding on to getting that offer so that's basically what i have seen as a huge potential or a huge void in the market after i kind of got done with impact marketing summit and that's when i realized that there is so much that i can probably do in this space where if i can help people transition from an expert to an authority in what whatever they are doing one they would probably be able to impact more lives than what they are already doing right now two they will be able to charge premium for their consultation their coaching programs or their courses or whatever they are doing inside their business and more importantly you know it's it's always good to be an authority in what you are doing on and just not an expert and what i realized is that when and this is completely from my own learning when i was a, when i when i already came into this world i was a sales and marketing expert with 13 years of backing but it didn't really help me uh, make the cut in any way only when i did this virtual summit everything changed for me right and that's when i realized that if i can help people launch their virtual summit in their business you know it's just one vehicle i mean it can be a podcast as well you know um, you know but if if that transition is what is going to change lives of a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs in terms of moving from that expert to an authority and that bridge can be a virtual summit that vehicle can be uh, a podcast a youtube channel you know it just can be any one of these but if that transition can happen i think a lot of uh, lives can be changed and that's when i thought and also one of the natural transitions for me from interviewing all these speakers on my virtual summit was a podcast like what what we are doing right now right, so right. i thought a podcast is probably the right thing for me to be able to speak to all these successful entrepreneurs that i have been building my connections apart from all that uh, you know virtual summit connections that i was able to make post the virtual summit that i was to make one of the things that i wanted to do was ask them this very pertinent question in terms of how they have moved from that expert you know a mediocre entrepreneur that they were a few years ago to a authority in the business that they are so that listeners of my podcast if they can get that one two golden nuggets that these people would drop in uh, on the show and if they can implement those one or two things inside their business and that journey of going from an expert to an authority can start from my podcast that was the whole mission with which i wanted to do it and that's how i named it authority entrepreneurs that's the name of my podcast so i i bring entrepreneurs who are authority in what they are doing ask them these pertinent questions in terms of how they become an authority in their business and then help other people move from an expert to an authority so that's essentially how my whole podcast kind of came up that's pretty awesome so what's uh, what's next what's uh, uh, on the docket for 2021 for you so i've already started coaching a few people on how they can launch their own virtual summit because that's that's predominantly where i'm currently moving right now uh, because uh, as i mentioned it i have seen it personally and i have experienced what one virtual summit has done for my life and i believe that 
there is no tool on the internet right now with my little understanding with my little experience of what i have put in in this uh, in this space which can give you a huge email list can get you alongside the biggest influencers that you have ever imagined to talk to in your industry get into joint ventures with them become an affiliate do probably you know start your own company with them maybe become their co-founder there's so many unseen opportunities that one thing can do and that's virtual summits awesome and and i and i believe that irrespective of what stage of business are you in in whatever you are doing the virtual summit can probably 10x your business uh, with 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 that one effort that you could do i mean it's not but having said that uh, in fact one of the speakers on my summit said vamsi the reason why i say that you are doing a splendid job with your virtual summit is because if virtual summits were easy i think everyone would do it and it's not you know so if people have the perseverance to be able to spend that 60 90 days of that effort that it requires for them to launch and promote their virtual summit i think it's as good as launching three to different uh, courses inside their business and still make a lot of money and and the best part with virtual summits rajiv i'm sure you know it's just not about making an email list being able to seen alongside the biggest influencers in your niche it also brings a lot of money to the table because you sell tickets right absolutely i i know someone who made 380000 dollars a few months back just from one virtual summit mm mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Awesome. Well, uh, it's been great talking to you, Vamshi. Uh, you know, I always say that there's the creative side of things. There's also the technical side of things. A lot of people tend to focus on the creative side. Not many people have the appetite or the zeal for the the technical side, which I see in you. So this has been uh, a learning opportunity. I'm sure a lot of the listeners will take away a lot of lessons from it. Uh, so for those that want to reach out to you. where can they find you i'm i'm vamsi pannala mostly on all the platforms i mean whether you look up on facebook my instagram handle is vamsi pannala i'm vamsi pannala on linkedin as well uh, on twitter my handle is vamsi pannala yeah predominantly i'm i'm with the same name on all the social platforms and i'm active on almost everyone um, so they could follow me anywhere that they probably have a liking to where they want to follow awesome and before i let you go one takeaway for the listeners anything that you'd like to share from your experiences i mean it's it's just the it's just that i want people to launch their virtual summits i mean it's it's probably the biggest opportunity after in, internet got invented there's so many i mean there are more people on the internet right now than any other time on the uh, you know since the world has taken uh, birth so i think it is a huge opportunity whether you still have a brick and mortar business uh, it's running well you have recovered from covid or not i think it's time for you to launch your own online business as well alongside whatever you have offline and to be able to boost uh, your business to the next level within a 60 90 day period i think a virtual summit is probably what you have to look up for and that's a great opportunity uh, lying untouched there. awesome well thank you for joining us today thank you for sharing your story Uh, we wish you the very best for 2021 and look forward to keeping in touch thank you so much sir it's a pleasure to have you